Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Nice. Cool. Um, <laughs> so I went to New York on... Can you hear me okay? Yeah. yeah okay. So I went to New York on... Uh, Jesus, Thursday. Nice. Oh God, it was exhausting. Um, so what ended up <laughs> happening? No, I fucking the trip was supposed to be like eight a. And my flight was out of O'Hare at eight a.m. Thursday. Land in New mm-hmm. York at eleven. Yeah. Uh, meet up with these people and do like lunch and tour the venue and talk to them about the job and then mm-hmm. go back to the airport and come back to Chicago that night. Nice. Instead, I got to O'Hare at 6.30 in the morning and boarded this plane at like 7.20, 7.30. We taxied and then we sat on the tarmac because LaGuardia was in a ground stop. And so they Ooh. were not, they were, because there was so much fog in New York that oh there was no, God. the visibility was so bad that they were not letting any planes into LaGuardia. Oh. which meant that we were not even allowed to take off. And so we sat there from, I was on the plane for at like 7.30 and stayed oh. on the plane until about, I guess, 9.30. Um, oh my God. And then they brought us back to the gate. Oh. We got off the plane just for about 20 minutes, long enough for me to grab a shitty buffalo chicken wrap from the chilies to go and scarf that down because i had now been up since five in the morning um oh my god <clears throat> boarded the plane again at 10 20. we taxied away from the gate at about 10 45 and then we were told we would take off and then surprise the guardia was back in the ground stop so we sat oh my god we did we did that like two or three more times uh That's not like insane. the in not the not the in and out we sat at this point we sat on the runway but we kept getting announcements like okay the ground stops over we're just gonna wait for our turn to take off and then it was like sorry ground stop again we can't take off oh, and that happened like God. two or three times we did not end up taking off until i think about one um so at this point i'd basically sat on this plane from 7 30 a.m to 1 p.m just sitting just on a plane sitting. Yep. <laughs> on the tarmac. Um, not going anywhere. <laughs> and also, they're not allowed to serve drinks on the ground, so there's none of that going on. And so we finally took off a little after one and landed in New York at like 4.30 uh, Eastern time, so like 3.30 Central, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, so like all in all, I was technically on this plane, including the flight time, from like 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. <laughs> for a quick little two hour not like not even for a two hour jaunt from chicago to new york (laughs) my god we'll find out sometime this week i guess if it was worth it if it was all worth it i I hope it was if it was worth it on their end too they spent a lot of money on this (laughs) yeah but uh it's not you know if you were like i missed my flight and like that would be different but you those were circumstances beyond your control yeah which like they were apologetic about it was like ah whatever man like (laughs) it's what it is can't do anything about it um that's true oh yeah anyway anyway but you made it you survived you lived 
Oh, I did. God. Well, welcome to the Feeny Call. We're going to talk about <laughs> Boy Meets World Season 7, Episode 4. I don't know the name. Do you know what the... Oh, no. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say, do you know the name? Uh, no, the I name don't. is No No Such Thing as a Sure Thing. Oh. Which okay. Jack, of course, keeps saying constantly. Yes. Um, a lot, my, lot happens here. There's a lot in this a episode. A lot happens in this episode. <clears throat> ha, and you're on the recap, sucker. But my the trivia today... <laughs> <laughs> my recap for the day is this so i've never seen it but if you watch smart guy this penguin costume apparently is the same one from smart guy so we've got oh. another which i think it in this first was it family matters or was it smart guy that also used the school set from like the first episode of this from the pilot episode i think it was smart guy and so smart yeah, guy i think, I think was, so yeah we're also we're also borrowing another smart guy huh uh, Huh. Paraphernalia. Yeah. Which it was cheaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just cheaper to reuse. All right. Wanna do a recap? Let's go. Three, two, one. Uh Corey and Tanga are still not together. Sean and Angela just make out the entire episode. There's a big football game coming up and everyone's excited because they're gonna beat the Amish, but then the star football player has to pass Feeney's test in order to play, and if he fails, he doesn't get to play. So Eric and Jack make a bunch of bets on the Amish, and then Eric tries to tell Feeney to play him and it's a lie, but then Feeney ends up helping him and making him pass so he gets to play. Meanwhile, Tanga's parents show up and are like, Don't let us affect you and Corey. And Tanga's like, But I can't love him. But then she's like, No, you do love him. And so she's like, Okay, fine, I love him. And then they go make out on the floor. So, yeah. <laughs> That was good. That was pretty. <laughs> that was a fair assessment of the episode. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I watched it like literally right before we started. So. Yes. Um, Doesn't it kind of help? I think it, it kind of helps. It did help. I feel a like bit. if I watch it the night before, I just it poof, it's gone. <sighs> you know what I'm thankful for? What we are we are done with this Topanga. I'm broken. I can't love him storyline now. Yep. I'm very happy with that. As oh, soon as we God. opened, the opening scene happened and everyone was like cheering and the penguin was out in the open. I was just like, oh yeah, this is the episode. They finally get back together. Yeah. I was just like, I can't, can't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. I have a couple of big issues with this episode. Um, okay. That I'm is one of them to... the fact that suddenly Jack and Rachel and Eric are all cheerleaders? That's actually not one of my big issues. Um, my bigger issues are the fact that in the like first five minutes of this episode, Eric and Corey both are basically sexual predators. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that Eric is like staring up this girl's skirt and making it weird. And then Corey basically like fucking uh, like assaults Topanga and yeah. she pushes him down and then he makes her the bad guy about it. Yeah. He's like, like how so dare sorry, you? Sorry. How fucking dare are you hurt? You've hurt me for the last time. And it's like, she has been very clear in setting her boundaries and telling yep. you no. And yep. you did, in fact, just assault her yep. with your mouth on her face. That's true. And she pushed you in response. How fucking dare you, good sir? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good sir. Hey, you're not wrong. You are absolutely not wrong at all. Not one fucking bit. I can't believe that shit. I know. It's it's 
It's a shaky start. Like, I don't hate this episode by any means. I don't think that it does much for me personally. But yeah, we did not start out strong. Yeah, let me let me be clear. I don't hate this episode. I think there are some funny bits. And I think that, um, like, I, I actually really, like, have fun with the Jack and Eric stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that it's very fun. Um, I've been pretty clear that I'm not interested in this Topanga, I don't know what nope. love is storyline. But the Jack and Eric stuff is very fun for me. And I also enjoy this family dinner scene that really doesn't have a place in this episode, but somehow found no. its way in here. It uh, did. It really did. <laughs> and I, I think just, that's a blast. <laughs> I just love, I do love the fact that like we're getting done with this Corey Topanga stuff, but I also love that honestly, for most of this episode, Corey doesn't really harp on it. It's mostly just his excitement about being the penguin. And I'm so for that. He's just like, I'm going to be the penguin at dinner <laughs> all night. I'm going to be the penguin. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. You just, you keep going on that. That's fine. You just, you do that. Yeah, it's just a really hard start, though, for me. Like, I it could is. not get over this. Like, Topanga pushes him, and he looks at her like, how dare you, and fucking gaslights her into mm-hmm. being the bad guy. And I'm like, no, no. No. No, 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 no. See what you just did? <laughs> I agree. 100%. Can't do it. Doesn't well, work you for me. What did I learn? No such thing mm-hmm. as a sure thing. That's what we learned. That's um, true. I think the thing to learn here is that um you gotta you gotta uh uh it's a little it's a little carpe diem hold on no when the hold on sorry continue (laughs) (laughs) there's a little there's a little like seize today because you don't know what tomorrow is kind of message here if i want to try to bring it all around together right with the betting and the like getting together the like fear of your failure shouldn't necessarily get in the way of of uh of now now i do i think that's excellent advice to someone with a gambling problem no no Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't but do i also kind of enjoy that like they've out of nowhere now given jack a character trait as being a like recovered gambler and (laughs) like do i believe every second of it though i really do i do i fully believe this um i think it's a great bit I enjoy yeah. it a lot. Um, yeah, I think it's funny. I'm into it. So yeah, I guess if I were going to synthesize a lesson out of all the pieces of the puzzle here, it's you know, uh, don't be don't be afraid of tomorrow, and just kind of and take take your chance today. Yep, it's true. What about you? Some more. In a, oh yeah, in a very cliche fashion, I wrote, "Don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game." Aww. Which again, not great advice for someone with a gambling problem. <laughs> not but... excellent advice for a gambler. <laughs> but I guess the negative of that is like no such thing as a sure thing. So either don't take the risk because it's it's got a lot of like risk reward that we've dealt with in the past when uh like Corey and Sean got into their whole gambling fit in like the second season, third season. Oh yeah, yeah, in like season two when they were like twelve yeah. year olds with a gambling problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's big on like that whole like risk reward system, but it's also like you don't know how big the risk is, and you're if you're currently experiencing the reward, then like yeah, don't let the fear striking out keep you from playing the game. So absolutely. So I've already been pretty clear that like, you know, Corey's a sexual predator in the beginning of this. <laughs> yes. Um he's then also an oblivious idiot when this yep. random girl wants to fuck him. 
So uh. don't know. Don't know with this guy. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Am I right? This fucking guy. Am I right? I know. I just don't. I mean, I think they're trying to like frame it in a way of like he's so innocent, not innocent necessarily, but just so, so virginal that he doesn't even recognize when someone's trying to seduce him. Yeah. But he also has been in a not similar situation, but that one college girl that was coming on to him pretty strong, he got the gist there. So I'm a little surprised that he's playing dumb here. Not playing dumb, yeah. actually, is dumb here. He's dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Dumb, but like, you know what sucks from like, a, all right, right, right. So like Topanga. <laughs> yes. What's gross here is again, now it's like, they have to show Topanga that Corey could be with somebody else in order to motivate her to take him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, we just keep on taking away her power and agency left and right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I hate that it's kind of... She's mean that, like, for additional... pushing him when he's actually... You know? Sorry. <laughs> yes. No, you're fine. I think there's also that extra layer of, like, she saw that he could move on or like that he had the opportunity to move on or whatever and then we also flash to her parents where her dad actually did go with another woman her mom's like i'm fine i'm fine and i don't know i just don't yeah i just don't care for it yeah I care for it interesting um editing choice with with uh her parents out in the hallway she'll mm-hmm. hate you no she won't hate me she's not gonna hate me get out like the get cut out. it's like a very it's like a comedic editing bit where it's like almost character yeah. says one thing smash cut the thing happens that's like a, that's a comedy editing trick and yet here it is and what is supposed to be a i guess a tense moment and i couldn't help yeah. but be like haha whoops like you know like she showed you yeah and i almost wonder if there like was a little bit more of a scene and they were like 20 minutes 22 minutes guys we gotta (laughs) (laughs) we're either we're cutting this or we're cutting dinner what's it gonna be and they're like well that dinner scene we can't cut dinner you know (laughs) gotta keep dinner yeah we have to keep dinner where uh we play more jokes about jack's gambling problem and eric and alan also apparently has a gambling not a problem i don't know <laughs> just likes to gamble i guess just likes to gamble well, a little he bit did, um, in that one episode lose like what 300 dollars to po- poker when he was with the guys 300 yeah 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 something something, like something so maybe he does have maybe uh amy is not the only time that she's been burned in the past by alan's gambling I need more friends that are willing to do some gambling. I want to play poker. I want to lose money, you know? I don't have money to lose, so I yeah. cannot relate. <laughs> I've tried, I'm sitting there, I got a fucking, I got a case of poker chips and I ain't got anybody to play poker with. No one wants Rats. To. I always wanted to play poker in college and no one ever did. I was always like, guys, I'll just play for like five bucks each. Come on. And they're like, no, I don't want to. I'm like, it's $5. <laughs> <laughs> none of you are that poor <laughs> like i said i don't well when we went to vegas i was like i have a designated like hundred dollars that i can throw away and that's it yeah. like once i hit my limit i'm done i Did only ended up hundred dollars no i would say i probably 
Well, and the good thing about like the slot machines specifically is they're all electronic. And so whatever, like it prints out a ticket and whatever ticket you have, then you can put that into another machine and just like keep going. And so for a while I was just like putting in a ticket, taking out a ticket, putting in, maybe putting in a dollar. But for the most part, I was just like using the same like $30 and just shuffling it around for like the entire trip. And then I did Mm -hmm. lose some money playing blackjack. Nice. But that's about it. I would say overall, I probably only spent like $50 on gambling. So nice. I've never been to a casino. Um, really? So. Yeah, I've never been. Wow. Yeah. I've never That's been to Vegas. Um, I know <sighs> that there's, Gotta go to Vegas. I know there's a couple casinos out, you know, by the airport here that I've never been to. And I know they're, they're, you know, heatedly debating where to put the casino that will be in the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. But no, I've never been to Vegas, never been to a casino. Sometime soon, maybe. Who knows? I love Feeney in this episode. Everything, yeah, fun. every interaction with Eric, every interaction pretty much with anyone in general. And the fact that he was like, no, I'm going to sit down with this guy and like privately tutor him and I'm going to get him where he needs to be. He just like takes over and does the damn thing. And it's great. I love him. He does. He really does. It is excellent. Because that's what I love the most here is that it's not a matter of Feeney gives up his morals and changes. Mm-hmm. He, he rather doubles down kind of on his morals and says, mm-hmm. like, I am a teacher and it is my responsibility to ensure a student understands, you know, and like, yes, I, will, exactly. I will work myself to the bone for this student for, mm-hmm. the, for the greater good of the, you know, like, yeah. He, just, he he takes it in stride. He doesn't say like, no, I'll give it up. It's a matter of like, I can help make both mm-hmm. happen, you know? Yeah, no, it's true. Very true. Very, very high class of character right there on that, yep. that old beanie, you know? <laughs> that classy, classy man. Oh, we do have a boom check. Boom check. I saw it. We have it. a boom check. Eric says, dude, you're shaking. You're like shaking. And it's like right before they go over to the phone and talk to the bookie, they're, they're crossing from uh, right to left. Yep. Kind of dips down right around the six minute yep. mark. Just, just a little one. I feel like that's the yeah. most common. Sometimes we'll get a still one where it just is still for a moment and then it kind of goes up a little bit, but I feel like we've gotten a lot of like swoopies in the last couple seasons, some swoopers. Okay. I, I, I have a hot take. Okay. Maybe. Let's hear it. I think Corey and Topanga are better kissers than Sean and Angela. That's okay. my I'll take because anytime you watch like a Corey Topanga kiss, it's always very like, it just ah. is more oh, cohesive. Ducky. I feel ah. like Ducky. <laughs> Ducky's like, I don't agree. And maybe if they slowed down a little bit, but I feel like every time we see Sean and Angela kiss, it's always like them just smashing their faces together. In this episode and the episode where um, they were considering doing like a one night stand, no strings attached thing. They're just like kissing each other and like kind of smashing their faces together. There's no, there's no semblance of sensual. There's no, I don't know. It just feels so rushed. I'm like, what is your rush? Take your time. Open your mouths for God's sakes. They're just like pushing each other's faces in. And I feel like it was better when they were in high school. And now that we've gotten to college, it's all just falling apart. Anyway, that's my take. I think that's a fair take. They're gross. They're not good kissers. And they have to do too much of it in this episode. It's true. And it's a little weird. 
what is the episode that I'm thinking of? I thought it was this one, but there's one where like Corey and Topanga are making out. Maybe it's the next episode. Sean and Angela are making out and then Corey and Topanga are making out and they're all making out the student union. I thought that was early. We already had that earlier in like season six when, oh, okay. and it's like before they break up and Angela's like, I want to make out. And Sean's like, I want new people. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. I think. Maybe I, I'm thinking of them both like actually making out. But I could be wrong. I could, I could be I making know, that up. Sure. That could be, that could be a lie and something that I totally made up in my head. But yeah, that's my, that's my hot take. If you have something to say about it, then that's totally fine. But I, I don't think I'm wrong in that. Yeah. I think you're right. Little... No, I think you're totally right. They just smash, smash faces, you know? It that's true. It looks painful. I don't like that. Those were all my notes. I feel like I just haven't had a lot of notes on these season seven episodes. And maybe it's just because we, there hasn't been a lot to them so far. Like we haven't, we've been dealing the whole Corey Topanga, Sean Angela thing for a hot second. And I care less about that than like when they get married and his parents kicking them out of the house and that kind of thing or not letting them live. It doesn't matter, but we'll get, we'll get there. But I feel like there's just going to be more later I just don't have a lot of notes for these earlier ones. Yeah, I don't think I have really anything else. The Amish bits are kind of funny. I do always kind of enjoy when the show is like, we're in Pennsylvania, guys. Yep, we're um, an Amish country. They're, yeah, they're, the Amish are here. <laughs> Very true. Um, you know, it's just kind of funny. And in a good little bit, you know. And I don't know why in my head I thought this was like Corey is the penguin and gets like kidnapped and is like in a cage. What? <laughs> Does that ever happen? Something like that? I don't think so. I Maybe in like another this... show. No, I like have this image in my mind. Hear me out, okay? I have this image in my mind of like Corey in like a giant bird cage because he was like the mascot and was like kidnapped as like a rival school prank thing. No, I don't remember that, but I, maybe cause isn't this the only episode where he's the mascot? I don't know. Does um, somebody else play the mascot? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that you're insane, but was this maybe a fever dream that you had at one point or another? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Like, I can see this image so clearly in my mind. I, I guess I really have no idea what it is. So from, interesting. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking of. I like have this image of him like in his underwear and like a gray shirt, like he's been kidnapped and he's like in a giant bird cage and he's like, ah, oh, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a different show though. I don't know. I don't even know I really what feels... even that show would be. No, I mean, like by a, the bell? I mean, maybe it's like some other, like it feels like a, like a sitcom trope of like character play, you know, volunteers to be mascot for the school and then gets kidnapped and is like by mm -hmm. other teams like mm -hmm. yeah i guess it could be a different show just like really feel like it's 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 been savage but i don't know interesting interesting 
We'll have to see. I don't think he plays the penguin again. I think he's pretty much done, but maybe another character plays it. I honestly don't remember. Feel like I don't remember a lot of what happens in this season other than the wedding, which that does take up a lot of this season. Oh, okay. So, well, when I searched sitcom mascot kidnapped birdcage, there is in fact this thing in Fresh Prince. Oh, where where Carlton is the mascot and is kidnapped (gasps) and is a giant birdcage. So maybe that's maybe that's what you're thinking of. I guess so. I mean, that really fits the bill. So I guess that's what I'm. um, That's what uh, I'm thinking of. Um, Yeah, that's it. Because yeah, Carlton (laughs) becomes the the mascot, and their mascot is like some is like a blue jay or some shit, like some bird mascot. Mm-hmm. It looks it's the same body type as the penguin um uh, yeah. yeah that's fair yeah i guess it's that it's it's Maybe that that's that i'm why. thinking of interesting you know i a lot of people would say that alfonso Robert and uh ben savage <laughs> very <laughs> exactly like striking that. resemblance <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> whatever <laughs> who's your mvp mm. I think the MVP here is Feeney. No. Yes, maybe. It's not Cordy. No. It's not Sean. It's not Angela. No. It's not her dad. I guess it could be her mom. It's not really Topanga. Maybe it is. Maybe not. It's not Alan. It's not Amy. It's not Morgan. It's not Jack. It's not Eric. It's not Rachel like Feeny, Topanga, or her mom. Who are you yeah. going with? I'm going with Feeny. Okay. Okay. Sure. Then I'll be contrary and, and I okay. will give it to I will give it to Topanga. Wow. Okay. Okay. No, I won't. <laughs> what about Topanga's mom? Rianne. I wanted to give it to Topanga solely because she pushes Corey, but then she feels so bad about it. Then she feels back. bad. Yeah. And she shouldn't feel bad. So I'll give it to her mom. Okay, because great. her mom is out here and is like, hey, listen, um, life is hard and sometimes it sucks. But if you have somebody that you love, then like be around them for it's the true. time that you can. She really delivers the message. She does. I think so I'm going to give bit. it I'm going to give it to Rhiannon. Nice. Good old Rhiannon. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank God we're finally done with this storyline. I know. Now we just have the wedding to focus on, and then Angela bounces, and then it's the end of the show. We're almost there, guys. I know. It's weird. It's weird to be so close to the end. Ducky's getting... He's he's awake. He's going to start making noises, so we should wrap this bad boy up. <laughs> he was such a good little sleepy boy for the first half of this. Um, he's doing very thanks well. Thanks for listening, y'all. Check us out online at all those social things that you spend your mornings and evenings scrolling through add us to your list of the scrolls um <laughs> yes. you know how to yes, do it very fair. Very fair. i'll let you say the rest because ducky's barking yeah. <laughs> uh yeah you can find us on instagram at the Feeny call podcast twitter and facebook at Feeny call you can leave us a voicemail the link for that is in our instagram bio but it's also in the description of this episode and we have merch so go buy your merch and that's on our etsy store which is also in the link in our Instagram bio and also the description of this episode. So, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. And as always, 
Classic awesome feelings. Oh no. I <laughs> oh, damn it. It up. Hang on, hang on. <clears throat> Class dismissed.